This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, when you look outside downtown Vancouver, you see some snowflakes, you see people bundled up. The last thing you're thinking about are wildfires. But guess what? We have wildfires burning in British Columbia at this on this day, at this hour as well. Uh, joining me now to talk a little bit about the record number of wildfires still burning in BC during the winter is Forrest Tower. He's a BC Wildfire Service Information Officer. Forrest, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, why is this happening in winter? Uh, two things. So, uh, we had a really active fire season, as it's uh, no surprise to anyone talking about um, at this point last summer. So just the scale of fire that we had across the province, and particularly when we're thinking about the north and northeast part of BC. So a lot of these fires that are still listed as active are in the Prince George Fire Centre, uh, and the majority of those are kind of in the Peace area or up in the far northeast corner of BC. And uh, there was quite extensive and still remains quite extensive drought in that area. So fires had the chance to burn really hot and get deep into the ground. So when we're talking about some active fires now, um, it's mainly just that there are some fires that have still exhibited um, some smoldering or some hot spots. We have a hundred of them right now on the map, um, but really it's a matter of uh, process at this point. We need to either have enough winter conditions to safely call them out remotely mm-hmm. or send a person to manually check on every fire. And with the amount of fire we have and in the remote locations they are, um, we just don't really have uh, enough staff that we have around over the winter months when those fires are really proving um, no threat. They're in very remote areas. So at this point, it's really just waiting for winter conditions, which at this point have, have come um, most likely in enough snow and precipitation and cold temperatures that We'll start, you know, calling those fires out um, remotely from fire centres as we get further into January um, and going into February, most likely. Now, the numbers of those fires, is it about 106 or so in that area? In that, that's what the number? Yeah, there's 100 across the province right now and like 95% of them is sure in the Prince George Fire Centre. Yeah. That area. What would we have seen five years ago even in regards to winter fire, wintered wildfires? Mm-hmm. Typically, um, I mean, obviously it's, Sort of common sense but it depends on how many fires and, and fire load and how busy we are in the summer previous um, some years in the last 10 we've had none going into january um, after we've had a slower fire season you know we've seen um, you know, it's not uncommon to have 10 to 15 fires that are still sort of again active and either haven't been looked at by a person so they might be out in in reality but we just haven't um, had a person go look at them, and we don't have enough winter conditions to safely call them out without having someone look at it. Um, and and we've had maybe one or two years where that number is around 40. So 100 is much, much more than normal. Um, but again, just just two things where there's so many fires that were burning all at once in the Prince George Fire Centre, particularly this last summer. Mm-hmm. And to have a human get to them, um, you know, by... Uh, October, November, when typically we'd be sort of cleaning up the last remnants of those fires, just logistically wasn't possible. And and again, these are fires that are in really remote locations that are obviously not actively burning at this point in winter, but, you know, might have the chance to uh, to be smoldering and a very small handful might have the ability to kind of 
stay kicking around under the ground um, throughout most of winter and come back in spring. But we're talking about, you know, much, much smaller numbers than, than all 100 fires. So I would, you know, not be surprised typically what happens when we, when we have a lot of fires um, and not a lot of logistical capacity to go look at everyone. We'll wait until there's enough weather conditions uh, and then just kind of call them all out. And then once we get back to um, checking things out in the spring, if we do identify any areas or fires that had that ability, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll you know reissue them a fire number and obviously go deal with them. Um, but likely we'll see a, a large reduction in the amount of fires burning um, probably in the next couple of weeks now that we have some pretty significant snow and, and cold weather across most of the province. So, I mean, you had mentioned this a little bit there in your answer, but so the, these fires are still technically, they, they're, to my understanding, referred to as zombie fires. A small minority of them can uh, flare up again in the, in the spring if the conditions mm-hmm. are right. Yeah, and, and again, so we've seen this, um, you know, in the, in the Peace region of BC, so we're talking about kind of Dawson Creek, Fort St. James, um, you know, northeast of, of Prince George, uh, where just given the fuel type, so where these fires are burning in, um, there's a lot of fuel that's available when we're, you know, you're thinking of the ground that you're walking on um, in the forest. So from, from your feet down into the earth, in that part of BC, um, the, the fuels that can actually burn go quite, um, quite far down. And so, again, because it was so dry, we had really intense fires in that area. It can burn, you know, really deep into root systems. Um, it can burn, burn quite deep uh, into peat-type uh, fuel. So it, it's not that they're, you know, flaming or active necessarily, but there is just heat that is kept underground, um, and it, even when it snows and, and it's cold. And so from, um, you know, t- summer 2022 into spring 2023, we, we saw that in the piece where there was a couple of fires that did, you know, start smoking again in the spring, and it was in the same area that was burning um, the previous summer. It, it is likely that there might be, you know, small areas of some of these fires that exhibit the same behavior. Again, if we see a big significant change in weather, so a lot of precipitation in the form of snow or um, rain in the spring, mm-hmm. that might change. But given the track that we're on, we're not seeing that at this point, um, and, and it's supposed to be a, a potentially drier than normal um, in that area, continuing for the next couple of months here. Um, wouldn't be surprised if that does happen again this year. Uh, Forrest, as always, thank you so much for your time. Great. Thanks for having me.